Hey guys, an anxious man here. Thank anxiety. It's Friday. Today is the 19th of April, 2019. It's currently 12:36 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm sitting here puffing some delicious apple watermelon vape. Um, it's delicious. Today is officially five weeks no cigarettes. So yes, let's. I know I can't hear you applaud. You don't have to applaud. It's it's all right. It's okay. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. Uh, I said as I've well as I've said before, my goal is to beat the three month mark, um, and I'm getting closer there every day. I'm getting closer and closer and closer. Five weeks. Next week will be six, and before I know, it'll be two months, and then three months, three months, and then once I get past three months, I'm not saying that I don't think I'm going to get past three months. I know I am. It's just, uh, it's like that mental number, you know, that like, <clears throat> it's like, obviously it's my, uh, conscious goal, but it's almost like a subconscious thing. Like I've gotten to three months before and around that time I usually buckle. Now I don't feel like anything's going to happen, but when you have anxiety, you understand that it's almost like when you, you think you're okay to go to a certain place or do a certain thing that's given you anxiety in the past and just, <clears throat> you know, contemplating going there kind of gives you anxiety but sometimes it won't and then you get to the place or do the thing or whatever it might be and you notice um some like underlying anxiety you might even have a panic attack now i don't think again i don't think that's going to happen um yeah i'm pretty confident that i'm gonna not go back to cigarettes i mean will a cigarette sneak into my life here and there in the future even saying that makes me think like am i preemptively giving myself the okay to break my streak, uh, I think I'm a human and um, it's okay. But I just don't want to smoke cigarettes, so I haven't been, and so far so good. Just wanted to open up with that. Now, today's episode, I want to talk about decluttering your life, decluttering my life, and how it absolutely had a nothing but a positive effect on my anxiety and my mental state and my physical state and just, you know, uh, general feeling goodness. Is that, that's something. Um, and basically what I did was, I've talked about it on the last couple episodes, this room that I'm sitting in is actually like a decent sized walk-in closet. Um, and what was in here was, uh, I moved out of my house in like 2010. And during that period when I was living with a girlfriend at the time and eventually living by myself as the relationships end, I stayed alone. This, my uh, parents re renovated this part of the house. So this was just a little closet that I had because this was my old room in high school. And then they turned it to this bigger closet. And as you do when you have a house full of people, it just started accumulating things. I mean, obviously the goal was to like hang up clothes or whatever in here, but all my old stuff that I left here... Uh, when I moved out, got dropped in here. Um, my sister moved in here. Her stuff kind of got put in here. My parents used it as like a, a little storage. It was just full, full of stuff. As most people, I'm sure, have a closet or an attic or a basement just with boxes of things that are your things. You might even be aware of what they all are. I feel like most of us aren't, and that's where the cluttering comes in. You're just kind of collecting the stuff. And I've been back here since 2013. So it's been um, six years. So for six years, these boxes that I brought back, you know, these were the things I used every day in my apartment, 
just kind of sat here. Of course, I picked through them over the, over time. You know, I pulled out DVDs I wanted, books I wanted to read, CDs maybe, things for my Xbox. You know, just like things that I would use like more often. But the rest of the stuff just sat here. So what I did was uh, for months, for years, I've been thinking about doing it. But I just never got around to doing it. And I'll talk about that too, about like why wouldn't I just simply clear the room out? Why wouldn't I just simply get rid of things I'm not using, things I don't care about, and reutilize the things I could use and any kind of like, you know, um, nostalgic knickknacks or shit like that, kind of find a place for them. You know, I, I don't like the idea of things sitting in boxes collecting dust. I have boxes in here right now of things from high school and stuff like that. But you really can't, like, I don't want to make a display case of, like, my bronze medal from a wrestling tournament or, like, an old jacket I'm never going to wear. But it's okay, I guess, to keep some things, you know. I have, like, every birthday card that I've ever gotten, probably from age, I want to say 15, but maybe earlier. And that's because even then, I was, like, I was like nostalgic for the now. It's very strange, and I think it's it's really connected to being a clutter or a pack rat, a hoarder, whatever you want to call it. You're kind of like, you get a thing, someone hands you an object. And this is a perfect example. This was given to me by my niece a few years ago. It says number one uncle. She bought it, I don't know if she was in like pre-K or whatever. And there was like a scholastic book fair and you can like, you know, buy things. So I kept it. And what it was doing was sitting in a little bag that I kept in a backpack. So it's like in a bag, in a bag that I kept with camera stuff that I really hasn't, hadn't been using and I put it in here so that when I need to write stuff down, I'll use it because, you know, my niece gave it to me and there was nostalgic nostalgia there for me. And like, you know, it's, I don't know, I'm a human and I guess we like the idea. It's not the gift itself. It's the thought behind the gift and that kind of stuff. And But when, I don't know if it is solely people with anxiety, but it definitely has something to do with mental illness. And if you ever watch the show Hoarders, these people are attached to like receipts and literally bags of poop and things that they just can't, they just cannot, excuse me, part ways with. I didn't get to that level. However, they are very interconnected. And so I, as I've gone through all this stuff, I'm realizing, you know, the kind of person that I am, whether it was strictly because of the my anxiety that was developing as I was growing up, or whether it's just a human trait that I, uh, you know, expanded on and kind of like um exploited maybe whatever it may be uh i feel like being someone with anxiety chronic you know constant general whatever anxiety uh it, it def definitely went hand in hand and i noticed it growing up and as i look back getting older you look back and you think yeah i remember getting things whatever they may be a video game that i had you know i for christmases i would let like I would give your you give your list to your parents and then you get your Christmas gifts and some you get some you don't. My mom was notorious for like going rogue, and again this comes from this. I mean this episode I don't want this episode to be five hours long, but so my mom's a kind of a person who she like wants to give a gift. My parents are like that. They want you know uh, to show affection and love through you know especially around Christmas time or your birthday like gifts. So she would go rogue. And she would get me the two games I wanted, or the one game, and also another one. And she would just kind of like, I guess, whatever like resonated with her. Like this would, he would like this, and I still have those games. I probably never play them because I didn't really want them or I don't really care about them. But now I still, it's like I'm carrying around this object because of the thought behind it. 
and I started making the decision very recently in the last few months about it's not about the object. Uh, obviously, like for using that, continuing to use that as an example, my mom gave me a thing because she loves me and she cared about me and she wanted to give me something that I wanted because we like giving gifts to other people, especially someone very close to us, like a son or a daughter or a mother or a father or a brother, whatever. And I couldn't like part ways with it. I, just, um, I haven't. I mean, I'm, I eventually will, cause or I'll just start playing it or something. Anyway, the point I'm making is, I started realizing that it's not the things, it's not the objects. Yes, there are some things you should keep. They're nostalgic. They are memories, pictures, things like that. But everything else that's just a literal mass that's taking up space, physical space in your physical life, you can just get rid of, because. The clutter goes hand in hand with the anxiety, and this room was almost like this like room of anxiety, this room of not pain, but like failure. Like I would open this door, and you you know you would literally where I'm sitting was stuff piled waist you know shoulder high, and I would just look at this room and go like, oh, one day I'll clean it out. And I couldn't figure out like what was it just laziness. Why wasn't I just decluttering? the room getting rid of stuff doing you know just just um emptying it out and i felt like it was like the it was partly because it was like that part of anxiety that makes any task seem insurmountable because before you even begin the task you've already gone through all the steps and it's it's just overwhelming and you're like i have to do this and to get what the, the result that i want which is a clean room all of this has to happen i have to go through all this and it takes all this time and and you know yourself. You're like, I'm going to stop at every box and look through everything. And that did happen. I did open boxes and get distracted a little bit. But I really, once you get past that, that, uh, you know, distracting part of the the act, the goal, I, I started burning through it. I started just taking everything out of here and separating it. And it didn't happen in a day because, and that's another part of it, it's patience. So I figured out things that I didn't need anymore, like all the utensils and stuff from my apartment like that I'm not going to use here in this house like a toaster oven plates dishes containers all the kitchen stuff I went online I found big brothers and big sisters it's like the you know they're a charity organization and donated everything so stuff I don't want because that was a part of it I kind of felt bad like I don't want to just throw it away it like it like <laughs> and this is definitely I guess everyone has this, but with anxiety, it's like 10 times worse. The idea that this, someone gave me this thing, it's just an object, it's a, you know, it's a pen, and they had like this feeling behind, like, I got this for you, and now I take it and throw it in the garbage, and now it's floating in a bag somewhere, in a truck, now it's in a dump, and it's just kind of like sitting there, and it might like outlast me, you know, might, the plastic will probably last longer than I'll be alive. So like, I would actually think about like, <laughs> this thing, this thing that I don't know where it is, it would sort of like gnaw at me a little bit. And it's like this, um, it's like a combination of like anxiety, obsessive compulsiveness, and like attachment, weird, crazy attachment, and um, just uh, obsession. Like this, I don't, it was, it's a lot of different things. But as I did declutter and get through that, and I know I just kind of breezed past all that, but you have to sort of like figure out is it serving me? Is it something that I'm going to use? Because I, I this thing kind of did, did kind of flounder around, and like I said, in a pouch that was in a bag that was in, you know sitting somewhere in my room. I'm making sure I'm using it, so I can use this. It stays. If I can't use it, and it's useful, give it to someone who needs it. 
and you'll feel better. Sure, you'll have a little like, uh, you know, separation anxiety over your whatever it is, your jar of stuff, but you will feel better. So I went through all these steps and these 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 uh, conclusions I came to in the in the process. And what happened was <clears throat> I cleaned this room out, and as the room was clearing out and things were coming out and going away, you know, either to charities or in the garbage or in my house or in my room somewhere where they were useful, you, you I felt a literal weight lifting up off my body. Not like a huge like PTSD, nothing like that was like really ruining my life. But it was like a, um, it was, it was, there was a weight. There definitely was a weight. And I would talk to my psychologist about it. And I was like, well, I don't understand it. And it was like this idea that there's like some underlying, and there's books out there. And I, I just took one out on the Libby app. So it's basically like the library on your phone. And it's like what your clutter is telling you. I think this is the title of the book. And you know what? Let me just tell you the exact title of the book right now. I borrowed it a few weeks ago did not read it and of course I think the max you can keep a book on the Libby app because you're technically borrowing it from the library so there's a certain amount of licenses per book or audiobook so you kind of have to give it away so I'm just going to pull it up real quick uh, the book is called of course my phone is extremely slow I believe it's called like what the clutter is telling you about your life and um, and basically I was realizing like there were things that weren't serving me, get rid of them, things that are useful to someone else that I don't want to use, get rid of them, give them away, so they're going to good use. You kind of feel better about it. And then as I started like getting to the floor, I actually started seeing the floor in this room, you're sweeping it up, you're cleaning, so you're active, you're actively doing something, you know, you're up on your feet, you're actually doing something. You're creating a new open space and that whole feng shui thing of like your outside world should reflect your inside world. There's a lot of truth to that. Now this cluttered room that was just full of just, I didn't know what it was, just boxes. So the box itself is a thing in my way, mentally and physically. And there's a million things inside the box. So it was like overwhelming to even possibly contemplate all the stuff. Once I started getting rid of all that stuff, I started noticing like a f sense of freedom. The, like, I, again, a weight lifted, feeling better about uh, my physical surroundings. And the physical surroundings started like seeming, looking better. I started feeling better. So now I have this little office that I have a desk in. So I took the desk that was in my room. I pushed it in here, put it together, hooked my computer up in here. Now I have all my podcasting and vlogging stuff in here. I can sit here. I can. It's almost like the computer is away from my bed. The desk is away from my bed. Now the room itself is opened up. I put a bookcase. I have not. Again, that's something I'll talk about in a minute. So I went and bought a bookcase because I got rid of a bunch of stuff and now I have the things I took out of the room that I'm going to use, records and books and the DVDs and all that stuff, instead of sitting in a box or just piling them up on a shelf, I'll organize them. I may never look at those books for months, but they're there where they kind of belong. And I can always just pick up a book and grab it or a DVD and pop it in and watch it. Uh, I haven't bought books and DVDs in years because you don't really have to anymore. You know, I'm cool with digital copies. Um, if you're all about buying the paper uh, books because you want, you know, you want to save, you know, the, the digital copies could just go away or whatever. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the conspiracy theories behind books. I'm not going to live that long. So I'm not going to keep filling up my space with more things. I'm all about less things. And after doing this, after cleaning out just this closet and straightening out my room, and obviously, you know, stuff goes out of the closet, stuff goes in. Now I move stuff into the closet. Now my rooms open up. This room has purpose. 
it's like you are opening up parts of your mind. I mean, I know it, the mind is almost like a, a figurative, you know, there's no actual nothing, you know, everything that's on the outside world is kind of happening inside your mind. Your mind is, you know, you are your mind. But it was really like a weight and a, a tension and just like all the objects that were in this room, even though I had no idea what they were, were kind of taking up space in my brain. So decluttering the life, your physical area, will make a huge difference. Jordan Peterson talks about you know, having a clean room and making your bed and however you feel about that guy, whatever. But there's been that, you know, the Marines, all that kind of stuff. They do those little things, making your bed every morning. Why you think of it, these guys are trained trained to kill, defend themselves and fight. Why are they making the bed? Because it makes a difference. It's almost like starting your day in a certain way. Now, I will say I do not make my bed every day. I didn't become a different person. I appreciate the, you know, the fact that decluttering helps. And I just wanted to talk about that because I'm sure, and I know this is a huge assumption, but I'm sure a lot of people, if not most or all, who have especially anxiety probably are like pigs in a way, you know, unorganized, sloppy, you know, the, the whole like theory of like a cluttered desk is a sign of a cluttered mind or a sign of intelligence. And there's always that meme online of like the picture of like Einstein's desk. And I don't like that we we do that. We like sort of like make these like little like, oh, my mind is cluttered because I have a lot of thoughts and I'm super smart. And so I'm not saying that you're not. But in that picture of Einstein's desk on the chalkboard behind him is like the theory of like um, um, relativity. So it's not like uh, it's really hard. It's like really apples and oranges. So I I personally feel that sure if you're a you know astrophysicist working for NASA and you have a cluttered desk maybe you can justify that. But anybody else it just it's just like kind of like um, it's not just laziness but there's underlying issues there. Like why is your desk so cluttered? Are you just incapable of moving the things around? Do you just not care? Or is it because it's like all the little things amount to one big amount of tension and that tension makes you feel like crap and I'm just trying to restart my phone here I'm sorry and uh, it the clutter that's outside your physical body is actually controlling the mental state in a way and in a big way so I wanted to talk about that today I was you know that's this is all the things I'm talking about I want to talk about you know how this affected me and how undoing it even a little bit. I mean, this seemed to me this was like a big project. To a normal person who has no issue like cleaning out their, you know, they're normally more tidy. It's no big deal. But for me, this was like huge. I mean, I surfed on this like high for like a couple of weeks after I I cleaned this room out. And I I would like every morning I'd wake up and like look in here, like you know, this is awesome that I did this. It made me feel good. Of course, you know, I have not yet reorganize the rest of my room and all the things I need to put in that bookcase, which I'll do a little bit later, probably on Sunday. It, it is a work in progress, but I do now understand the importance and appreciate the idea of decluttering and how decluttering your outside world will help declutter your inside world. Um, I'm approaching like the 20 minute mark here. I don't want to go on and on and on forever, but I really hope that, that this makes sense to you. I wrote a blog about it at the time when I was doing it. And I'll put the link to the, you know, my link tree is always in the description here, but I'll put the actual link just to the blog itself. If you don't want to check out any of my other things, you want to just read the blog that I wrote, you can read it. Um, as soon as I get the title of the book, I'll probably put it in my description. My phone is, of course, acting now. I need it. It's not there for me to use. 
as Androids and iPhones and all smartphones do. Super smart until you're until you actually need it, and then all of a sudden it's like, I can't, uh, too much stuff's going on. But I'll put the name of the book in the description of the video. So if you're watching this on YouTube, scroll down, subscribe, of course, but check out the book. Um, I'm going to be reading it uh, about at, starting hopefully tonight. <laughs> I say hopefully because I borrowed the book last time. I had it for 21 days, and I, <laughs> I don't think I looked at it. Um, and that's another thing. It's like this... That's part of like the, the it's like the almost opposite end of the spectrum of clutter. We have so much at our fingertips that you almost kind of feel like, yeah, I don't have to, you know, I don't have to get that knowledge right now. It's there forever, and uh, maybe that's another video. We'll see. But I, I hope this helped. I hope you related. Uh, talk to me in the comments. Let me know what you thought uh, about what I if you related to it. Uh, if what you, one of your experiences that you've had with clutter and just being, you know, like. You know, one of the other things I do is I live out of a hamper, basically. I have two dressers, and they're full, you know, but they they can hold all my clothes. But what I do is I I work for a safe flight, as I've said, so I wear a uniform, so I don't have to, like, wear my regular clothes every day. I wear the red shirt and the black pants, my boots, etc. So what I do is I basically clean a bunch of clothes in a weekend, like, you know, whatever clothes I wore out at night or on the weekend, plus my uniform, and then I put them in through the wash, I wash my dry them, I put them in the hamper, and then, excuse me, I dump the hamper in the bed, take the clothes I need, put the rest of the clothes back into the hamper, and keep doing that until the hamper is empty and all the dirty clothes are on the floor, and then put the dirty clothes back in the hamper, and then repeat the cycle. I just don't fold the clothes and put them, <laughs> put them away like an actual adult, uh... I'm not exactly sure why. Of course, the the, the knee-jerk reaction is like, that's just being lazy and a slacker or whatever. But it's, there's something else there. It's like, I can't do it. You know, I just... Or don't want... I don't know. But uh, I, I do want to get to the bottom of it. Like, what is the... What's the uh, holdup? Like, what is keeping me from just doing the simplest of things? Like, putting my underwear and socks away and not letting them crumple up into balls at the bottom of the hamper? I don't know. But this is all connected, and I've made a lot of progress by just finally getting my hands dirty, basically sinking my hands into this room and taking things apart, going through them, and just you know deciphering what's for me to keep, what's garbage, and what needs to be you know what's still useful, and who wants it, and where can I what can I do about it? And I really feel like that process is is great, and the outcome is amazing. And like I said, I still feel great. It's not like I do, I don't feel good because I haven't like filled the bookcase and like it's it's incremental you know another thing about anxiety is not beating yourself up about i had the goal of cleaning this room out and, and turning it into this studio that i'm sitting in now and i did that and now i'm just progressively you know i make a list i have a whiteboard and i write things down like i need a surge protector and i need you know whatever and i see it you know what you know hopefully every day i don't see it every day i just kind of walk past it but when i do see it i go if i if i did the thing i just erase off the whiteboard if i didn't i'll circle it Maybe leave myself a note in the phone and just do it. And they're simple things. Go to the vitamin store and get the, you know, my vitamins. Uh, buy a whatever. Get a stand for my camera. Clean the room. Organize the bookshelf. I write those things down or ideas I have. Just so every day I wake up, I see them. And it is it's helping. I mean, I've done that for a long time, but I used to just ignore that thing. I would keep the ink on that whiteboard until it, it almost didn't erase off. It was just, you know, crazy. So I hope this helped. I hope you guys can relate, understand what I'm saying. If it was confusing or you can't really, just let me know. Either way, give me some comments. 
Let me know what you thought. Of course, subscribe, and uh, have a good day. Thank you for watching. Thank Anxiety. It's Friday. I'm an anxious man. Peace. I'm out.